0: Welcome to the Crank and Surf Podcast with Craig Tonks and Miles Nidry.
1: Hey guys, welcome to the Crank and Surf Podcast. I'm your host Craig Tonks. Uh, Miles is not with me at the moment. He is doing some renovations to his house, and uh, as he's finished that, I'm about to go away for a week. So it looks like we missed each other. So. Just wanted to do a quick podcast to get out a couple of interviews I did at the Port Stevens Pro. That was a women's QS6000 event. But before I do, well, let's get into the rankings. So the men's CT, uh, Italo Ferreira is number one. Medina is number two. Probably would have been higher if it wasn't for that uh, interference call. Geordie Smith is in three. Felipe Toledo is in fourth. And Cole Adino is in fifth. So as far as the title race goes, you would have to think one, two, three, four are in the race for this one. Uh, Adino is probably an outside chance of coming through, but look, we'll see how that pans out. But uh, very interesting. Yeah, the the big battle here is between number eight and number ten. So we're talking John John and Kelly Slater. The reason we're talking about that is. Olympic qualification. So it looks like John John's back. Um, he's going to surf at sunset. So he got a wild card into that. So it looks like he'll be surfing pipe. Uh, really interesting. Uh, going through the rankings, getting down towards the bottom. Now, yeah, this is the, the battle to stay on tour. Uh, so it looks like uh, Pedersen, Cristano. Uh, William Cardoso uh, a 22-23, Michael Rodriguez. Uh, If he does well, he could go, he could stay in. But, uh, yeah, that's how the men's looking. Let's have a quick look at the women's tour. Now, number one is Carissa Moore. Number two, Lakey Peterson. Number three is Carolyn Marks. Uh, Sally Fitz is fourth, Steph Gilmore in fifth. You would have to think that Carissa Moore will take out the world title especially in Hawaii but lakey Peterson has just she's been there all year so we'll see how she goes but I can really see lakey Peterson if Chris Ma goes out early uh, I reckon lakey Peterson will uh, will take this one very interesting uh, down the bottom of the table this is where it gets very interesting so brissa Hennessy is in the tenth spot which is the cutoff spot uh, Nikki Van Dyke is in 11th, and Silvana Lima is in 12th. And then coming back is Coco Ho in 13th with Bronte McCauley. Out of those, sitting outside the top, uh, you're basically your top 10 for your women QS, uh, Bronte, who's in 13th place, has requalified through QS. Keely Andrew has qualified through the QS. She's in 15th. Um, coming home with an absolute uh, wet sail and full of wind is Macy Callahan in 17th. She killed it with a runner-up at the Port Stevens Pro and she basically has requalified qualified for the tour sitting in 17th on the QS, But uh, sorry 17th on the CT but she's re-qualified through the QS and that also sees the return of Sage Erickson. Isabella Nichols in 20, she's qualified, so fantastic for her. But I think the the big news coming out of the women's CT is the return of one Tyler Wright. So she's been away for a while, a little bit of health, health issues, but she is back. So Tyler Wright could really throw a spanner in the works of quite a few people here, so we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, in the in the Q's in the men's, uh, obviously we just had the Hawaii Pro or Hawaiian Pro, which was won won by Frederic Marayas, and they're basically into the event at sunset before they go into the last ten thousand. At this stage, look, it looks like uh, Frederico is in first, Jadson Andre second, Yogadora in third, Alex Ribeiro is in fourth, uh, Miguel Pupo is in 5th. Going down to the cutoff um, is Samuel Pooper and Jack Freestone. They're sitting in 12th and 13th, so just outside the cutoff. Uh, Our Matt Banting is in 14th and Morgan Sibley from Meriwether, local boy is still in 16th. So, starting to really look interesting. Now, Wade Carmichael he is in twenty first, so we'll see how how he goes. But I think he'll requalify um just based on his C T results, so shouldn't be any issues there. We well, are going into the women's QS. Now there's only one event left and that is in Chile in December. So we'll see how that goes. But uh really there's no change, so <coughs> joining the tour next year should be if they're very qualifying is Isabella Nichols, Bronzi McCauley, Sage Erickson, Tatiana, Brissa Hennessy, uh, Macy, as we said, Keely Andrew, and Amiro Tuzuki. Now, there's one person who could throw a spanner in the works here, Alyssa Spencer. Now, she is only 90 points behind Tuzuki, which is quite interesting. Um, Zala Kelly, she's possibly still in the hunt but she would need to win Chile to get that result into her top five. Uh, Alyssa Spencer, as I said, she she could do it, but she's really it's it's a bit hard to replace some of her results. So we'll see how she goes. That's probably the biggest news we've got. Uh, D'Souza, he went out for a, a while back with an injury. Uh, one of the big questions I had for this podcast was, when will we see Mikey and Tyler Wright back? So... Uh, so, really, we're, we're just waiting on, on Mikey, and we might actually see a situation where we have healthy rights on tour. Could be good. Uh, Leonardo's back from his shoulder and going fantastic, which is really good. Uh, great to see. But So, the big thing with me was the QS event in Newcastle here, and at that event, I got to caught up, catch up with a really good friend, And a friend of this show is Melanie Gwinter from Peru. So it was good to sit down and talk to Melanie. I've known her for quite a few years now. And it's just to basically, we just sat down, let the microphone just record and just had a fun chat. So here's that chat with Melanie. Cheers. Hey guys, I'm here with good friend of the show, Melanie (laughs) Gwinter. Did I get it right?
0: Uh, more or less. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I'm terrible. I told you. I told you I would butcher it even after you just told me a couple of times. How Bing. you been?
0: Oh, good. It's been a, a long trip until now. And This year it's been uh, pretty difficult. But
1: You've had an up and have, down year, haven't you?
0: Yeah, super up and down. Like Last year it was the best year in my yeah. career. I got 35 at the end of the year and I was like really motivated to yeah. push myself. And this year I just started really bad, the first competitions. Mm. Um, in between the competitions I was really getting sick, then uh, I got a more or less result in South Africa, mm. and then the Pan-Americans in Peru, it was like my main event for this year. I was mm-hmm. like really focusing all my training on that.
1: So you went suit?
0: Yeah, super Peruvian. <laughs> <laughs> And I was I was really excited. I loved that wave yeah. and I was like really into it. But I got I again sick, so I was mm-hmm. like having to deal with that. And uh, I had really good hits, but I ended up in the fifth position. Yeah. And then I got like my body totally collapsed. Yeah. And I've been like two months in bed, then one more month in recovery. Yeah. And then just training and hoping I'll be ready for this one (laughs) I'm not sure I'm 100% but I don't know I'm just happy to be here back in Australia and back in rhythm you know yeah well it
1: is lovely to have you back in Australia (laughs) we we, we always like seeing you we've always caught up the last few years when you've been here but um so what's your ranking at the moment you're looking around
0: uh now I'm around 78
1: Okay, but a good result here will bump that right up.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because I have like, actually have like only two results that more or less are mm. counting. Yeah. But the other three are like really low. So anything will vary that.
1: <laughs> so yeah, and with with the Pan American Games, the scheduling was terrible because you missed exactly. out on a 6,000 and a 10,000. 10, 10, exactly. And that's the same for you and and, and uh, Mimi and that. Yeah a lot of you guys that compete in the Pan Americans which is a great competition and it's obviously you know very aimed towards what the Olympics will be. Exactly. You guys missed out on six a possible 16,000 points. Yeah, totally. Cuz the chances are you would have just surfed insane and won one of those events like Yeah. You would have got 10,000 points.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: But you you didn't get a chance to win it because you, <laughs> you weren't there.
0: Yeah, it was crazy. We did actually there was a lot of surfers that were making that decision mm. and a lot of them uh, went to California instead of going to the Pan-Americans Yeah. but we, we actually made like a lot of, of letters trying to, to make both agree to some dates that yeah. wouldn't affect us but both were like uh, just making that decision and we, there's nothing we couldn't have done so
1: it's a choice of representing your country which is probably one of the highest honors yeah. any ath- any athlete can have is to represent your country. Yeah, If you play sport, you grow up playing sport thinking I'd love to represent my country. So you have to make a decision between your, your country and your professional surfing career.
0: Yeah, like for us, especially like the Peruvians, I think it was like the most important because for us it's like really powerful to be competing in our country because uh-huh, yeah. we don't have really QS or nothing there so yeah. have that possibility to have a really big event in our waves yeah was right really really good for us and having like the opportunity that if you win it we can go to the Olympics so that was like yeah. a really nice opportunity though. so that's why I just stayed at home but for sure, I was like dying to go to mm. both of those events in USA. So it was a pretty hard decision.
1: Yeah, so you had a, had a couple of months out of the water.
0: Yeah, how, did
1: that, how did that feel for you? So
0: tough. <laughs> <laughs> like the first month, actually, I was like really dealing with with the sickness, with yeah. the virus. So yeah. I wasn't really feeling it. I was mm-hmm. just like chilling and mm-hmm. watching TV, Net- and Netflix. The, yeah, <laughs> and like my year had been like really hard. I was like struggling to sleep at night because yeah. I was just like remembering how, how like the bad decisions yeah. I made in my last heat and all oh, that. I mean, so you can't yeah, do that. <laughs> you
1: gotta let that go.
0: Yeah, I know. Like the Pan Americans was like really hard for me yeah. because I lost making an interference that, I, like for me, I it wasn't my fault it was yeah. the other girl's fault so it was a, a tough loss and just it was hard to to take it out but it's all part of the journey you know like it at is. the end yeah. It, those two months I think they changed a lot of things in my mind I started doing a lot of things I wasn't doing because I was just rushing like have many events and traveling a yeah, lot yeah. so I had that part of, of me that needed to stay a while like for myself and just being more more conscious about so my body and everything. Give you a
1: chance to just slow everything down.
0: Yeah, exactly. Just like I don't know. Cause
1: you I mean, are go go go. Yeah,
0: I'm <laughs> like in any time. I'll be like just shouting and music <laughs> every time. So. Oh, I know. <laughs> so it was good. Like I I I think I I grew a lot in in those months. Mm. I learned about a lot of myself. Yep. And now I just. I think it's going to be good for me like in this competition I'm not really pushing doing any pressure for myself I'm Mm. just going to have fun but next year that's when the
1: best results come I know (laughs) I know you know when you go out there and you go I've got nothing to lose I'm just going to have fun Then
0: then you win yeah exactly
1: Whereas you overanalyze too much before you go out there, sometimes you you defeat yourself mentally.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: And then you go out there with that attitude of just oh, I'm just here to have fun, so. Yeah, after
0: yeah. like after last year that I did like pretty well for me, you did I, was, great. I was really like wishing so much to this year. You know, yeah. I think I put my I put too much pressure on myself, mm. and then just like I. Like I literally collapsed. (laughs) Yeah. Like I really passed out like three times this year. Yeah. So it was pretty bad. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully you weren't driving your jeep. Yeah. No. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think it was like actually a, a moment like, like life put me in that position like to actually think about the things I was doing and to be like to be thankful for what I have and just enjoy. The trips and just mm. like, don't go just like, oh, I have to do these points yeah, and win yeah. that much. Like, yeah. just go and enjoy Australia, you know, get yeah. some Tim Tams. And oh, get yeah. <laughs>
1: Definitely get some Tim Tams. You get five for $20 at the airport. Exactly. On the
0: <laughs> you can have like 20 in
1: other shops. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter as long as you got the Tim Tams. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so whose boards are you riding at the moment?
0: Um, now I'm writing a uh, Brazilian' mm-hmm. it's Henek Claudio Henek okay I know him like uh, around like 80 years oh, okay. yep yeah, my coach sent me like do me okay we'll try this D shaper mm. that is a uh, friend of him and we made one and it was like magic yeah and then uh, I end up like just taking like two more and then two more next year and I was like loving anyone. Mm-hmm. And this year we like talk and uh, he's giving he like a really good mm-hmm. arrange with me. Yeah. So now I go like sometimes to train to Brazil and I end up like getting my boards and back to Peru. So oh, nice. it's Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> it's a trip. I yeah. It's not a travel
1: to go to Brazil, so I'm no, happy with no, it. <laughs> no, I was going to say, it's, it's hard shipping boards around the world with you and that's, um can be a bit of, bit of an issue. Um, so you... FCS or Futures?
0: Uh, FCS. You on
1: an FCS? Yeah. And what, what sort of fins are you? I like, I
0: normally go for the Julian Wilson.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Or
0: AM2 Oh also.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, the Julian Wilsons would suit you quite well because yeah, I just did I see, love them. <laughs> I just did see a picture on Instagram.
0: Yeah. Of
1: you. <laughs> With him. Being a big air
0: oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Julian Wilson style air (laughs) I
0: I know I really like them I like also the line yeah in the wave I think those fins suits me like really well to my surfing
1: the big question did you did you land the air
0: uh, no, I landed but with my cur- with my head first in the water. So.
1: <laughs> but, but no one knows because there's no vision. So you just say, "Yeah, I landed it, nailed it." Yeah, Wait exactly. till you, you see me do it tomorrow. I can do that. <laughs> wait till you see me do it tomorrow. I landed
0: like four of those that day.
1: <laughs> oh, easy, yeah. Hit the nose down and then spun it round. It's like too easy. Now, uh, obviously big thing with QS Surface is it costs you a lot to go around the world so yeah. obviously you've got some very good sponsors who who support you, Yeah. what sponsors uh, support you to well, get around the world?
0: My main sponsor that is like the one that is actually making this possible is Jeep because so we
1: are Jeep sort of soul brother soul sister because I have a Jeep (laughs) yeah and you have a Jeep you know we both drive Jeeps you know how good is it oh oh I do I love my Jeep my Grand Cherokee is the bomb
0: like the best party right (laughs) I love it I
1: love it heated seats heated and also my wife's got a Jeep the little, wow, the, the little, whole family. Yeah, dude. the little renegade. Similar <laughs> to nice. what you were driving, the little renegade.
0: I love the renegade. For me, yeah. it's like the
1: best one. So we have a in. renegade at home, and they are a cool little car because that's got the heated wheel, the heated seats, and
0: yeah, it's it's perfect. Oh, great in love winter, it. isn't I it? I mean, <laughs> but,
1: so Jeeps, your main sponsor.
0: Yeah, and then I have a uh, beach please that is uh, a suit uh, sponsor for oh wetsuits. wetsuits.
1: Yeah. So who, who who's the wetsuit? It's
0: a Peruvian uh a, a sponsor yeah Dabrubian mark. Yeah. Uh that is boss is for men and a beach place is for women. Okay. So I just I just uh, sp- uh they sponsored me just uh last year. Yeah. So it's a good start. Awesome. <laughs> yeah that's hey. why I use like the wetsuits full colours. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. It's fun because So did I do
1: the, did I do that Wetsuit for Yeah their, especially yeah, for the Pan Americans. Parents.
0: Yeah. It and it's super fun because they let me like and choose my colors and where oh, I want to cool. put it yeah, so, and I'm like really creative so yeah, I was like oh, yeah. just like go blue there and then orange here <laughs> <laughs> and they go like really Melanie? Yes. <laughs> but i loving it like I like to have like those original things with myself that's so, so cool yeah it's like the perfect branch for me
1: <laughs> that is awesome
0: yeah and also now this year I started with uh, Bioderma too I don't yep. know if here it's, like, I haven't
1: heard of it. of
0: yet. sunscreens Oh, okay. Skin protection and everything. Which is
1: really important for yeah. surfers. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: Especially you girls with your hair and stuff like that. <laughs> because your hair gets, you're in salt water every day.
0: Yeah, you know. And so actually, your hair gets trashed. And Yeah, totally. And actually, I didn't, like, I don't use those many things. Like, yeah. I'm just like, ah, oh, just go for it and, like, that really care of my skin. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, with them, they were like, really pissed off. Like, you have to go this and then this. They explain me like if I was a baby. So now I'm carrying and I was like, I'm actually seeing the difference. So and your skin is glowing. Yeah, it's really nice. And now I don't have like all red after I have the whole day oh, yeah, off the yeah. beach and everything.
1: Yeah, so because people, don't, people don't, that don't surf every day don't understand how the salt water... It's good for you. Yeah, but, but it also... also, also <laughs> you guys with your hair, every time you come out and surf, you got to get brush it get the sand out of it and that's a good sponsor yeah that's a really good sponsor saving me (laughs) (laughs) saving your skin and your hair exactly
0: so those those are my partners for now I'm really happy yeah
1: what about things like your leg ropes and stuff like that what leg ropes do you use sorry your leg ropes your leashes
0: My oh I don't have but I I just like they have some uh, surf shops in Peru yep and they know me like when I was like really little yeah, yeah. so I'll go oh just like give me a couple <laughs> and I'll, like yeah. I do a shout yeah. out for them in Instagram Yeah, and they'll be like super happy with me so I have that like support of them just oh. for being like so just for friends. the
1: podcast what's what surf shop is that?
0: it's uh it's named uh surf whoa wait it's, it's like surf surfboards point go or something like okay it. yeah I don't really know. They will kill me now. <laughs> it's So <all> good.
1: <laughs> but they've been really good to you. Really yeah. kind. We're
0: like family. Like, since we were like super little. They're yeah. like really uh, close friends with my dad. Mm. So it's just like... It's good.
1: Now <laughs> yeah. see one of your boards over there. They are impressive. Uh, epoxy or PU?
0: Yeah, I love epoxy. Yeah? <laughs> like I won't use it just when it's like really, really windy.
1: Mm.
0: But... Uh, I don't know, it's, it makes me feel like lighter. Yeah. I love it. I go like way faster and for me it's always been like, I feel better when I'm going fast. Yeah, like, yeah. Speed is like the main thing and I'm always like struggling to get that speed. even Like yeah. in QS, it's like yeah. QS is struggle, you know. So, <laughs> we,
1: we know what the surf can be like in QS.
0: Like Peruvian waves is like, they have really uh, strength. Yeah, a lot, a lot strength. of power behind yes. them. Mm. And so you don't really need to make your own speed. The wave will make it for you. Yeah. So sometimes when I travel like around the world and I see the waves it's like for me it's like super difficult to get used to it. Yeah. And epoxy is just like saving me. <laughs> saving you. Yeah.
1: What about the tail? So looking over there you've got looks like yours against the, swall- the wall there. Yeah. So you've got a swallow tail.
0: Yeah. I normally like I actually loved squash yeah i'm always like squash 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 and one time i just uh forgot to tell the shaper that i want squash and didn't make any tail
1: anyway just and,
0: yeah and he was like okay i'm going to make swallow but like i wasn't i was i didn't knew that yeah and then I like the board arrived and say like, oh what's this <laughs> and he was like yeah. okay just try it try. and i tried it and i love it so now what it
1: like, does is as they come down to the swallow it gives you a little bit more width in that last 12 inches uh-huh. so where a board will generally come down into your, your sort of your round tail or your rounded pin the swallow does obviously comes down a little bit wider than uh-huh. just the swallow in so there's a little bit more width under your back foot and That's it makes probably, it faster um, it generally locks it more into your turning
0: yeah I, I like it a lot like I normally use or round or squash when the mm-hmm. waves are bigger. Yeah. But for beach rakes or when the wave is streaky, like uh, different sections and everything, yeah. I love swallow.
1: Swallow towel. Yeah. Mix it in with your, your Julian fins. Yeah. So you can do that air tomorrow. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> so once you once you've locked down a two tents, mm-hmm. Okay, you're in your heat, you've locked down two tens, you're going for the air. Okay. The big air.
0: Okay, I promise you. I have like two really good waves and I'm two,
1: two I'll tenths, try it for you. Two <laughs> or two, two nines. If you want to go two nines, you can okay, go two I nines. Okay, I can do
0: that. Two <laughs> nines.
1: Then, once you've locked that down, just for a victory lap. I'll,
0: I'll go for the air. Two and air. when I land it, I'll go like pointing at the camera and it will be for you.
1: That's <laughs> it. That's it. But so they are very nice boards and I like the black stringers. They're, they're a, I know, they're a thing that's sort of come in now. Yeah. Which I haven't got into yet. I've, don't know about shaping those <laughs> but it is good but we will clarify that it, it is beach please and not bitch please
0: yeah exactly it's like yeah, your accent yeah I know <laughs> <laughs> everyone makes fun of that. <laughs>
1: yeah oh bitch please no, no, it's beach so beach please for the wetsuit. so they are they are really good so from what I hear and very colorful if you can customize it exactly yeah. like if
0: you go to Peru you totally have to go for that one. And you can make your own colours, so that's
1: fair oh, cool. Oh, geez, that's dangerous. <laughs> that's, that's really dangerous. But so, finish off this year, this contest. What's the plans for next year? Have you? When do you sit down and go through your goals? Because at some point you've got to sit down and go, yeah. Right, 2020 is coming. Do you wait for the schedule and then look at it and mm-hmm. circle the events you want to do? Yeah. Or when do you, when do you set your goals for...
0: Yeah, like actually uh, in those two months that I was in bed, yeah. I was like thinking <laughs> way too much. <laughs> yeah, uh, as you would. Yeah. So. And I actually like, I, I was thinking about staying like from here to next year in Australia mm-hmm. training. But then it happened like, I, I'm not sure if I'll be able, like it depends a lot of this result, if I'll be able to yeah. go for the primes, or I'm not sure what's going to happen, so I'm just gonna enjoy the moment, yeah. <laughs> and just go back home, enjoy the time with my family. Yeah. When the tour starts, like no family time, so. Yeah. And these two months, uh, like the off season is perfect for me because it's uh, summer in Peru. So it's really oh, nice. Oh, Yeah, yeah, it's like the best part of Peru. So I love it there, and I'll, oh,
1: so the seasons are the same. Cause yeah. So, oh, okay. Same thing. Ah, yeah. oh, right. So
0: I love I love to be there in in summer. Just enjoy, enjoy my friends that I mm. don't normally see and be with my family and train a lot. I have yeah. also uh a club that that trains me that is supporting me.
1: Like a fitness club, a gym.
0: Uh yeah, it's like uh club for everything, like they have, uh, for for just like normal people yeah, that yeah. don't train, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. the pool and the beach oh, for everything, yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. But they they do gave me like gym and they they are putting me my coach like, uh, surfing coach. Yeah. So I'll I'll be like the whole day with them. Oh, awesome! <laughs> yeah, and maybe like the weekends I'll have some fun with my friends in the beach, yeah. and then from Monday to Friday just. Big training Train. and just wait for for what happened next year if I'll be able to qualify for the primes maybe I'll just focus yeah. on
1: You're looking at your ranking I, I don't see you would have a problem
0: yeah I don't know I think it's like top 60 okay that made it so I'll be like just in it
1: so if you win this weekend no problem
0: exactly then <laughs> I will have problem <laughs> but it will depend a lot of the uh, a lot of it and that, I don't know, like even if I don't get those I'll be I'll still like travel for the three thousand and yeah. six thousand. So I, I'll probably be here at the start of the year. Yes, no? yes, we'll definitely so see you again. <laughs> oh definitely.
1: Definitely. I'll get you into the bay and you can shape a board.
0: That would be awesome. <laughs> I really like to do that. <laughs> get you I into like, the shaping bay. I actually don't have like I I know that I have to learn a lot. I don't really know... Like, I don't have
1: yeah, knowledge it's about... Hard, it's hard... It, it's, it's good to understand your equipment. Yeah. Where I find a lot of the, the, the younger surfers don't really know their equipment. Mm-hmm. They just... They surf them and they surf them well. But they lot really don't understand the equipment or the fins. It's just, it just tends to be, oh, the shaper said try this. or the sh- Yeah. yeah. Do, you like, get, do you get to be the input in your boards? No.
0: Like, yeah. I try like like... Few years ago, I actually didn't even know like if I if I was surfing like five eight five seven five <laughs> I have no idea of anything. You
1: just went, it's what it'll do. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but then I like I knew I had to put like knowledge on that, and I start like when the shaper asked me, I start like oh this is like it felt better or I think like. Uh, uh, that tail did this and i feeling that but I don't really know like the terms mm, that mm. you guys use yeah. for for the shaping so for me it's a, a little harder but I'm really putting time on knowing the things <laughs> <laughs> so I get better and then probably when I come again yeah. I'll be able to shape one
1: <laughs> I think so I think I think we can do that that's, that's an easier one done. it'll be, no, it'll be good, to, good to see but we can do it we can jump on a bay Knock something up, but it'll be something that you made, and that's the beauty yeah, of shaping
0: exactly it's
1: just learn about what you want, how to move the wider point forward or move the wider point exactly. back, you yeah know, it's, uh,
0: I really love to do it, and they think they always do that when you do it. this is the best way, thing, uh, way to learn the thing. yeah, so I'll have to do that to learn <laughs> yeah.
1: I think the best thing for uh, for me personally is you get you paddle out and you go, wow well, wow, I made this, yeah. That's that's a really cool part of it. So next year, yeah, look, like it could be it could be a big year for you.
0: Yeah, you
1: got a good mindset.
0: Totally, you're I'm prepared. always positive,
1: <laughs> and that's what we love about you. And you're always smiling.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> put the rough stuff behind you.
0: And I can tell. I think next year will be like, I'll be really enthusiastic, like more than others. Yeah. don't like so. Motivated. You're gonna
1: be you're gonna be really hungry next year. Yeah. I will be. And you will be chasing that uh, yeah. that spot on the tour. <laughs> now, one, one question: Have you had a chance to surf a wave pool yet?
0: No, not yet. Never. I loved it. I that like. Good. I spent all the hours watching like every single kid. So many the wave new wave
1: ones too. Have I you know. They're everywhere. Seen the new now. one in Melbourne. The urban surf is insane.
0: I love it. Like. Oh. I dream about it. <laughs> 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 I really like it like Texas yeah ah, I love yeah, it cool, <laughs> I spent it? all my day watching Dallas.
1: <laughs> it was pretty good pretty good mate thank you for being on the Crank and Serve podcast yeah
0: thank you That's for letting it. me <laughs> well it's
1: always good to catch up you are a friend of the show
0: and I do train my my English so it's your English is good. Cool. <laughs> it's getting better over the years right
1: <laughs> <laughs> your English has always been good yours is good there's a couple of others
2: yeah.
1: but then again my Spanish is shit out
0: <laughs> the most important thing is that people understand me so we are good people understand We're... you
1: as I said my Spanish nothing <laughs> at least Spanish I know from you is what I've learnt from you guys which is hola and Jaja. ja <laughs>
2: <laughs> Those are
0: the most important ones,
1: though. <laughs> I, I reckon I can get by. Now, if you, do you want to do a shout out to your family and friends? And you can do it in Spanish.
0: Wow. Okay, you can do
1: it in Spanish. You. Shout out to your family and friends and say hello to all your friends from Australia. So. Okay.
0: Eh, bueno, gracias a, a todos los peruanos que están escuchando. Eh, soy Melanie Junta. Gracias por toda la motivación que siempre me dan día a día. A toda mi familia que me apoya. A mis auspiciadores. And also, huge thanks for all my friends in Australia. I really like uh, this this country. I love Tim Tams. Oh, yeah. And most of all, my boss here at the side. Thank you for all the help, all the sick pictures, and all the help in Newcastle always. So thank you a lot. And it is a soon. pleasure. <laughs> see
1: you very soon. Thanks, mate. And that was my chat with Melanie. Uh, great chick, a lot of fun, always smiling, so it's a a pleasure to catch up with her. Uh, The second interview I did while I was up there was with Alyssa Locke. Um, Alyssa Locke's a great, great surfer uh, from up around the Goldie there. Uh, It was a fun chat. We had just a chance meeting in the street, so we just sat down, just did the usual uh, crank and surf podcasting where we just basically just hit record, had a chat. And it was a lot of fun, so here's the interview with Alyssa Locke. Hey guys, Craig from Crank and Surf, and I'm here with Alyssa Locke, WQS surfer. Are you from Queensland or North, north Coast, of New South Wales?
2: I'm just on the border of New South Wales.
1: So you're in the, the sweet spot? Yeah,
2: pretty much. Got the best of both worlds.
1: So you can go up into Rainbow Bay and Snapper, where else? Where do you normally know, surf?
2: I normally surf Drambar and sometimes I get away to Palm Beach and Queensland because there's a few good banks down there and you know I kinda just yeah. float and find whichever one has the least crowd which is tough to find on the Gold, Co- Gold Coast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now this morning I interviewed Kirsten from Hoster Surfer.
2: Yeah.
1: And you have a little bit to do with that.
2: Yeah, well I met Kirsten I think almost a year ago now at uh, last year's surface or maybe it was this year's surface, so much has happened since then. But
1: they all blend, don't they, after a while?
2: They do, yes. Um, but I met her through a mutual friend, Pat Chalide, and we went to a lunch and she talked about this idea and I thought it was a great idea of the hosting surfer and mm. kind of just went from there.
1: It's a great idea, a great concept, and I think, just talking then, I think it's going to be really big in the future. But, um, how's your QS, how's your year been?
2: Um, this year on the QS for me has been a really big learning curve. You know, I've been uh, juggling studying and uh, no, surfing at hard. the same time. Yeah. yeah, so I have been learning a lot and um, what preparation can do. So I think I've just been learning on how, what works for me and what doesn't work. So I think that's really important.
1: Mental or physical? Both. Mental is a big part of the game, isn't it?
2: I think it's bigger than physical sometimes. Yeah.
1: Because there's a lot of surfers that have the ability that sometimes in a competitive arena can struggle.
2: Yeah, exactly. With
1: mental, sort of the mental side of it. Um, And there's so many talented women surfers out there.
2: There
1: is, yes. (laughs) As you would know.
2: Yeah, more than there is spots on on the world tour. But, yeah, I think everyone's just on a race against their... um, physical abilities just as much as they are mentally mm. you know trying to stay focused and not get into a fight with themselves. Well,
1: that's probably one of the biggest things uh, in any competitive arena is that internal battle that yeah. you have with yourself.
2: Exactly um, if you don't head into a competition or a heat in the right mindset you've already lost the heat Yeah. and I my mum's told me that since I was eight you know oh, I told myself I've got a really hard heat and yeah, and then when I finally went out and had nothing to lose and had a good mindset, those are the ones where I actually would get through the heat and yeah. surprise myself.
1: Now you've—I'm you've, going to go back on memory here, and I'm not researching, so yeah. I haven't looked up. Um, you did you win a trials and go into a CT? Yeah, at Snapper.
2: Yep. Um, oh,
1: my memory is go- good. <laughs> it's good. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, I think two years ago it might have been. Two years ago now, yes, I won a trial spot at Snapper Rocks and. Got the opportunity to surf against Tyler, right?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, because trialists always go up against top seed. Hey.
2: Exactly. Yeah, so <laughs> they definitely put us into a big pond. But yeah, no, <laughs> it was it was awesome, you know, to have my home break by myself and Tyler ride.
1: Oh, two persons out.
2: Yeah, two people out. And, and not a hundred
1: backpackers or anything like that.
2: Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> and everyone was watching you, and I wasn't nervous. I was more nervous to be surfing so close to Tyler right? and she's like my yeah, idol yeah. yeah
1: for a lot of the girls she would be yeah so
2: that was really awesome that's probably one of the highlights in my in your career. surfing
1: career yep uh, yeah it's interesting that uh, you, did you take anything away like watching how they prepare for heats and um, their mindset of how they prepare and go oh that's yeah. good I might try that
2: those are one of the times where I went into a heat thinking you know I don't have I got nothing shot. to lose well, no, actually, my headspace was pretty, oh, I'm not going to win this, you know. But um, I regretted that because I think that if I really just switched on my mind and, you know, told myself I had nothing to lose, I think I would have done a lot better. Yeah. But, um, you know, you can't go back. But I learnt from it and it was a great experience.
1: Yeah, you move forward and go, okay, I learnt from that. I'll take that away and go forward into the next one. Yeah. That's awesome. So you're riding dhd still Yep, dhds now do you get obviously being a a backyard hack shaper i'm always interested (laughs) in board design do you look at different boards and try and pick things that are going to suit your surfing as far as width um, dimensions go or do you just go in and go hey here's boards"?
2: uh no i work pretty closely with my shaper darren um ever since i was little i've never really understood what all the different parts of, you know, critiquing a surfboard does, so yeah. I, if I was struggling with something in my surfing, I would talk to Darren about it, tell him, oh, I'm going slow at these times of the wave, you know, and he would help me critique my board and trial and error and eventually, you know, we'd get those gems and that's, <laughs> yeah, that's how I do it. Throw
1: it on the computer and make 10 more.
2: Yeah, exactly, <laughs> pretty much, until <laughs> I get a little bit more muscle on and then we got to redo it.
1: <laughs> well, that's it, it's, especially for... Young girls surfing. Yeah. Physically, they change. Yeah. And we all and we all do as we get older. Um, do you look at things like square tail versus round tail or uh, yeah. rounded pins? What are you riding? For
2: sure. Um, I ride square tails. In more of the better waves, the points, you know, yep. I stick to my square tail, but at the moment I've been riding my round tail for almost everything, whether it was a point yeah. or a beach break, I love
1: it. I'm a big fan of the round tails yeah. or squash tails.
2: I find that I land a lot more turns with my round tail yeah. and there's just a bit more surface area, less knife edges. so I, I yeah. like it a lot more.
1: And what fins? Fins? Are you FCS or are you features?
2: I'm FCS and I go between
1: the John John Florence fins, larges and then the, the Mick Fanning fins. Okay. They,
2: haven't, they haven't done the Alyssa Lock fins yet? Oh, soon. The, <laughs> You're working on it? It's in production. <laughs>
1: you just got to come up with a design. Like really, how many fin designs can you have? Like,
2: Exactly. I think I would probably end up stealing someone's design anyway. <laughs> it
1: would
2: be the same dimensions just maybe pretty pink.
1: Hey, what is what's old is new again? Exactly. I always remember that. Yeah. You go back and look at some of the Simon Anderson fins or the MR fins and go, hmm, they still work.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and
1: what other sponsors have you got that you want to plug? And
2: uh, I've got. So, so I
1: remember, because being a surf photographer, I remember yeah. shooting and I, I actually remember people's boards. Yeah. More than the people. Yeah,
2: for sure.
1: And I remember. Did you have Wheat Bix? yeah, you had... Still
2: have Wheat Still have Wheat yeah Still supporting that and. Excellent. Attending kids triathlons with Wheat Bix. Yeah. That's cool. I have Roxy.
1: Ah, one of excellent. My main yep.
2: Sponsors. Um, so many sometimes, <laughs> it's hard to remember. And I've got a few local businesses I'm supporting at the moment as well. Like oh, that's good. Kira Shop, which is a cafe. Yep. You know, I like to support those, sort of, those, those type of businesses. Yeah, um, which is cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Ah, so what's. So you're here for Port Stevens for the Port Stevens Pro. Yep. So what round are you starting off in? Are you round one? Oh, uh, no, you straight s- to
2: starting off in round two. Okay. And, um, yes, we kick off tomorrow.
1: Tomorrow? So what's your, your first heat looking like? Uh,
2: I haven't really looked who's in my heat yet, but, you know. It
1: really doesn't matter, because if you come first, it doesn't matter who's the other three people, really, does it?
2: Exactly. I think in these type of contests, um... You really have to be surfing your best, otherwise you're not going to get through.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, it's very rarely these days that if you have a bad heat, you don't pay for it. Mm. So, either way, I need to go into every single heat surfing my best and being, you know, really good. Otherwise, you just fall below the 34.
1: Yeah. And the the QS is such a hungry tour. There's, you know, look, get, just being down the beach a minute ago, there was um, all the Japanese yeah. surfers. There you got the Brazilians, this, this is so many hungry people out there yeah. that are travelling a long way just for an event, like a one-off event.
2: Yeah, well, they're all fighting for very little <coughs> spots, you know, yeah. and there's over 100 girls competing. It gets, you've got to be hungry for it, otherwise yeah. you're just going to end up at the, at the short end of the stick.
1: Yeah. And how do you find women surfing in the mail? I've seen a lot of progression in women surfing.
2: Yeah, for sure. I think... Um, uh, over the last two years, it's just really, the standards has gone up, Yeah. you know, you have your likes of Caroline Marks, who's dropping big things oh, at I'd the say. moment,
1: yeah.
2: um, and the, I've noticed there's a few girls really changing it up on the QS at, at the moment as well, and following the same path that she did, and you know, everyone's really evolving, I think it's evolving right now. Mm.
1: Yeah. And you're still loving it?
2: Yeah, I still love it, yeah.
1: How is how is competition for people who haven't surfed a, a competitive heat? What's the easiest way to describe it?
2: Um, the easiest way I could describe it is: before you head into the water, you're all best friends, you know. You've <laughs> all grown up together competing, but as soon as you're in the water, it's like you're the only person in there, and you're, you're in the water for one reason, and that's to keep progressing. Mm. You know, you come to all these places and all the other things that you could be doing really want to make it
1: worthwhile you know mm. you're not
2: gonna miss a heartbeat so it's kind of like a cage fight yes yeah. yep and the last man standing
1: <laughs> wins yeah that's actually a very cool way to describe it yeah i never thought of it like that yeah my competitive history goes down to one heat in a charity event which is tubes for boobs women's breast cancer Yeah. and I, I don't know i just went across the wave and tried to do a couple of things on a male and that, I retired after that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got third. That'll do me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Career highlight. There yeah. So what's... So you said so you're doing uni at the moment or studying?
2: I'm studying screen and media at TAFE, yeah. Oh, sweet.
1: Yeah. That's really cool.
2: Yeah, I think it's good to have something else to look forward to as well and to work on. Yeah. You know, having a good balance, I think, is really important.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. So. Any thoughts of being a female surfer shaper
2: I've never thought about it actually yeah I I don't think I'm skilled enough for something like that yeah oh you never know never know
1: you don't know until you try it
2: yeah exactly I haven't tried it so I can't really comment (laughs) on it
1: but you'll be able to make some absolute sick videos
2: yeah I love I love editing and I always have you know i've always loved surfing as well and i mm. put that into place so might as well do the same for my other
1: passion oh awesome yeah what do you edit on what's your favorite editing are you a premier pro girl yeah i'm a
2: premier pro <laughs> girl only apple max <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> nothing
1: else <clears throat> my my video editing is is very average at best but yeah. uh, that's another story all together yeah Mate, so going forward into 2020, what's the, you got any goals set already or are you going to sit down and evaluate at the end of the year?
2: Um, it'll just, yeah, I'm going to have to wait till the, uh, the QS circuit dates and all mm-hmm. those sorts of things come out and sit down and decide what I'm going to do. You know, it's so expensive. It gets more, more expensive every year. Oh, absolutely. As there's more comps added to it. Harder locations to get to, so yeah, yeah, it does take a lot of planning. Um, so yeah, I'll have to have a sit down with that and try juggle some more. time, time really,
1: study. really got to sit down and look through the, the whole scheduling and pencil in. Okay, I can do that one. I can do that one.
2: Yeah. At the end of the day, I think for me next year the most important thing is to actually spend some time at home and practice my surfing again because yeah. I find that when I'm traveling. I stop working on the things that I need to work on, yeah. and I start worrying about the competition. Whereas I, I, think I need to take it back a bit and go a bit more old school when I was younger, mm. and really just start focusing on those things that need to be. How do you, how do
1: you critique yourself? How do you look at, how do you look at what you need to work on?
2: Um, well, I've been surfing since I was six, and now I know, I know exactly what I do wrong mm. most of the time. You know, I might hit a section wrong, and as soon as I do it, I know I've done it wrong. Mm. But when you're at a competition, you really your focus turns into scores mm. rather than technique. And I think um, technique is so important. So when I'm at home and I've you know I've got a clear headspace, I'm not worrying about a competition. I really can work on those errors. Mm. But when I'm at a competition, you're really just focusing on number of turns, sides of turns. So
1: you're looking at getting definitely. Obviously, you need the two good scores from people that aren't. Competitive surfers that don't know you know yep. two good rides yeah and exactly. uh, we, we generally hope they're in the 7 to 10 range yeah <laughs> which is very good
2: yeah
1: uh here's the interesting question have you surfed the wave pool yet any of the wave pools
2: no I haven't surfed a single wave pool
1: yet actually so here's a, here's a shout out to all the wave pools <laughs> Alyssa is very keen to come to Melbourne and try urban surf <laughs> or the Slater wave pool Cool. Oh, whichever one
2: works, I'm not going to be
1: picky. But one would be nice. Exactly. So yeah. if you are listening, throw I open the invitation? <laughs> and um, as I said, I'd, I'd love to see a QS event or something like Urban Surf for just women, and then have a separate men's one at another time, but it's always that schedule. But geez, I'd love to see it, because you'd have consistent surf for that whole period of time. Yeah. Um, to, as opposed to the Slater one where you get a for every few minutes. Urban Surf and uh, Wave Garden in Bristol are very consistent with waves. Yeah. So it'd be really cool to see an event somewhere like that.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, I think...
1: Because you haven't so got the, the condition, you haven't got the weather and the, you know, the wind and the...
2: Yeah, I think the variables are all all the same, so it really yeah. just comes down to the surfing. And I think yeah. that's really important. Um, yeah, because these days we're going to events where... You know, it's super grindy, and it's whoever gets a two-turn wave. The Q life,
1: eh? Yeah, it's
2: the (laughs) QE grind. Everyone knows it. Yeah, but um, I think that'll happen eventually, and it's just all in good time. And I think more importantly than it's just a girls' contest, I think a qualifying series contest would be even cooler to watch.
1: Yeah. So this this competition at Stephen, is pretty well a standalone women's pole. Yep. Yep. Now, I like that, and I, I guess more than likely you do too because it lets lets the girls surf all day as opposed to hang on we need to put the men's in there and the women's and then try to juggle who's going to get the the best sort of conditions
2: yeah i think that's not as much as a worry these days you know mm. they've evened it out a lot and i've noticed that the thing that i notice is it's a lot easier for me to prepare when it's just a girls event yeah. you know half the field is gone and the girls can really just focus on getting waves for themselves, and I'm sure the guys feel the same when they go to guy-only yeah. contests. Um, it makes it a lot easier to prepare for the contest. Yeah, less people, more waves to catch. Understand the bank,
1: and you can get camel riding in the break.
2: Exactly, I saw <laughs> that. <laughs>
1: or four-wheel driving, or dune, or quad biking, or
2: sandboarding. Sandboarding,
1: yeah. Oh, so much you can do. Hey, thanks for stopping by and having a chat. I really, really appreciate it. Um, good luck thank you in the contest and really good luck with we've with surfer because it's a a brilliant concept and a brilliant idea yeah. and it's been going to be great to sort of sit and watch that grow yeah
2: I'm really backing them and I think uh, I'll definitely be taking that into the 2020 year and watching that grow and helping it grow awesome yeah
1: thanks man <laughs> and that was my chat with Alyssa Locke um yeah sorry about some of the audio uh look often just record wherever we are so we just pull out the iPhone and uh, hit record and sometimes you hear a lot of background noise uh, especially the dogs barking things like that Uh, one last thing before we go we just want to touch on wave pools we're seeing a lot of footage come out of Urban Surf in Melbourne and it looks insane so look next episode we're gonna do a look through the wave pools Urban Surf have obviously got their tech from the Wave Pool in Bristol, the Wave Garden, which just looks insane as well. But um, Urban Surf seem to have it dialed in. Uh, Then you've got a new Slater Pool, obviously, you've got the one in Lemoore, but you've got the new one proposed for Coolum in Queensland. You've got Surf Lakes in Yapoon, the Waco Park, BSR Cable Park so things are looking really exciting on the wave pool front we hope to go through these next episode me and miles will sit down uh we'll pick which one we think is going to be the best wave pool the one that we'd like to surf that's going to be interesting because um, everyone's going to have different views but one thing we're definitely going to talk about um, next episode is erosion of surf breaks by man-made structures it's a big issue here in newcastle it's something that needs to be sorted out uh so we're both going to sit down and, and give our views on that uh which could get quite passionate you never know uh also uh we definitely want to talk more on the new mark Richards softboards. uh it's a funny thing talking to mr is mr seems to think a lot of people would be bored with technical details of his boards but for someone who you know, goes down the shed and tries to shape a few boards, uh, I, I find all that stuff fascinating, so, uh, Emma, if you're listening, you're never boring when it comes to talking about boards, because uh, I just think it's such a fascinating thing, the way that you've really stayed true to several designs for, geez, what's well, probably 40 years now, so, uh, mate, keep doing what you're doing, <laughs> you're obviously doing a good thing. Uh, But hopefully we'll get around to writing uh, Miles's new MR softboards, and we'll give you a bit of a, really a rundown of what we think. Uh, I'm really looking forward to surfing it, Uh, and we'll be back hopefully in a couple of weeks, and we'll talk about the women's CT, uh, which should be finished by then, and we'll do a preview of Pipeline for the men's CT, and that's nearly going to be the year, but we'll still be doing podcasts there's heaps to talk about the surfing industry never never sleeps basically so uh we will be back all right guys take it easy thanks for listening to the crank and surf podcast